Hello and welcome to episode 148 of Travel Stories from the Back Again and Gone podcast. Yes, being recorded in the beautiful home office of Chateau Relaxo, Florida. And it's once again time for that August crazy travel roundup. Thanks for listening. Hello, if you're a new listener, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. And as August winds up, school is back in session and thankfully cooler temperatures are on the horizon. But August began with a bang for Spirit Airlines. Spirit Airlines not only had its spirit crushed, but its cash flow was crushed as well. August 1st through August 7th, Spirit Airlines canceled somewhere right around 1900 flights not rescheduled but actually canceled that's more than 55 percent of their flights the cause was a trifecta of factors first was a staffing shortage no pilots to fly the planes the planes probably aren't going anywhere and of course system outages which is nothing more than code for software and of course, weather. And flying during the summer months is a crapshoot due to weather. So this was the perfect storm, so to speak. Now the Travel Sphere Blogosphere website, View from the Wing, posted that in some cases, employees just left. What they were finding out now also is that they have, may have done this for fear of their safety to protect them from riding passengers. And it even appears that Spirit may have advised them to get out of uniform so they couldn't be attacked by stranded customers. And as most of us know, Spirit is positioned as a discount carrier. And while you will traditionally pay less to fly Spirit than you would on Delta or United, that savings comes at a price. And the price, Spirit does not have agreements with other carriers to put their passengers on other airlines when stuff goes sideways. So basically, the first week of August, you had two options, wait it out. And in some cases, that was a couple days wait. Just think about how angry you are when your flight's delayed for just a few hours. Now multiply that anger by not hours, but days. The other option is you open your wallet and you buy a net new ticket on a completely different airline and vow to yourself that you will never fly Spirit again. Now, when it comes to having your cash flow crushed, the approximate cost for the week-long meltdown, over $50 million. And in the wake of this loss, Spirit is already committing to decreasing the number of flights in the third quarter. And while on the subject of air travel do plan for delays, Southwest is routinely delaying more than 20% of their flights. And American Airlines is in the same boat. So if you are flying this summer or even in the next two or three months, prepare yourself for delays. So much of the monthly crazy travel roundup relies on user-created content, user-created pictures and videos. Well, earlier in August, American Airlines announced free in-flight TikTok access for their passengers. And I, for one, have not really ventured it down the TikTok hole. I get sent TikToks. The CEO shows them to me every once in a while. But I just know for me that that would be a dark, deep rabbit hole that I would probably never be able to dig my way out of. 
But back to American Airlines, American Airlines even goes so far as to offer this to those new to TikTok. They posted that when exploring TikTok, here's what you'll find. Travel inspiration, off the beaten path locations and travel tips, animal and nature videos, comedians and pop culture, experts, sports, classic cars, videos, car tips, music, dance trends, career advice for summer internships, and resume building and finance tips as well. My prediction for American Airlines offering this is TikTok will be used for none of those things that I just mentioned or as American Airlines suggested that you use it for, it will be used to distribute video clips of mid-air fights, Karen meltdowns, and of course, the maskers versus the vaxxers and their shouting matches. So hashtag, thank you, American Airlines. If you've listened to enough of the monthly crazy travel roundup, you will soon spot trends and notice things. For a while, it was the MIA Fight Club because it seemed like month after month we had fights at the MIA airport. There's always great Florida stories. Well, last month we had a new entry into the roundup and it was the use of duct tape. And guess what? For August, it's back not once, but twice. According to a Twitter post, a Frontier Airlines passenger was accused of inappropriately touching two flight attendants and then punching the third flight attendant in the face. This man became so unhinged that flight attendants had to duct tape him to his seat until the flight landed and police handcuffed him. Maxwell Berry was on a flight from Philly to Miami. Thank you, Florida. It involved a spilled drink, a costume change because Maxwell, the drink that he spilled was his own drink and he spilled it on himself. Next, Maxwell screamed that his parents are worth $2 million before punching a flight attendant. Somewhere in the middle of all of this, Maxwell groped the chest of two flight attendants. The minute-long video ends with Maxwell being encased up to his nose in duct tape by yet another flight attendant. Two quick comments. The flight attendants were suspended pending an investigation, normal procedures, but where the flight attendants probably could have avoided all of this if they did not cover Maxwell's mouth with the duct tape. However, you know it had to have been satisfying for them to do that. And second, Maxwell, listen to me. If your parents are worth $2 million large, they must hate you because I'm worth a mere fraction of that and I would never force my kids to fly Frontier. This next duct tape incident, there's not a lot of detail on it. A 13-year-old boy had become physical towards his mother about an hour into a flight from Maui to LA. They said the boy also tried to kick out a window on the aircraft and apparently the combination of those two things will get you bound in duct tape regardless of your age. Now, not sure where to weigh in on this because growing up, becoming physical towards my mom would have produced a result where duct tape would have been a welcomed relief. And honestly, I doubt I would have ever made it to the whole trying to kick out the window of a plane because my mom probably would have just beat my ass by then. And by the way, we call it Alabama Chrome and not duct tape. Sorry, Alabama. Here's a quick one for you. Time to strap on our business development managerial hat. Suppose you worked for an airline that had these five factors working against them, okay? May 2019, they did not show up for their inaugural flight at a new airport. 
did not show up for an inaugural flight at a new airport. The reason? They blamed the grounding of the 737 MAXs, even though they only operate regional jets. And they also said they had a problem attracting pilots, possibly because this airline quit paying their employees. Second, they stopped paying the airports that they were serving. Third, they started canceling flights. Fourth, customers were showing up at the airport, but there wasn't any staff, more than likely because they quit paying their employees. And number five, they had an F rating from the Better Business Bureau. So how would you turn this airline around? Think about it. If you were the profit, how would you go in there and try to turn this airline around? Would it be better training, better hiring policies, possibly even better marketing to drag up or draw up the demand? Nope. You rebrand your airline. And that's what Via Air just did. Via Air is no longer as they are now Sterling Airlines. Not the first time this has ever happened. Do you remember an airline called AirTrans? Well, they were previously ValueJet, the same ValueJet that in 1996 crashed into the Florida Everglades, killing everybody on board. As if it matters, Via Air or now Sterling Air is based out of Maitland, Florida. Thank you, Florida. Here is our feel-good story of the month. And we don't often talk about literature here, much less classical literature. However, William Shakespeare, or as I like to refer to him as Willie, Willie once asked, what's in a name? Well, if you happen to be a three-year-old and your name happens to be Delta Girardi, it could be a giant cup of suck. Delta, not the airline, but Delta, Kelly Girardi, the mother of Delta, who just so happens to be a virgin galactic scientist slated for a future space mission, her mom, Delta's mom, Kelly, took to Twitter with this tweet. Petition not to call Delta Plus and instead move to the next letter in this cursed variant of the alphabet. And what she was referring to is the Delta strain of the COVID. And sincerely, this mother of this poor, sweet Delta who once thought the airline would be the most annoying part of her name and jokes would be made, Delta Marketing, or as they are labeled on their website, the Delta Audience Enhancement Manager sent Delta a care package that included a handwritten note, a Delta backpack, a box of Biscoff cookies, and a model plane. Basically, everything that they could find at the Delta Flight Museum in Atlanta and they sent it off to Delta, the girl, not the airline. And honestly, the first time I heard the Delta variant, I heard that term on the news, I said to myself, they should have called it the spirit variant. This next story, pay attention because it will end with a question. This comes to us from the Daily Mail. Flight privilege, mother and daughter, Karen and Karen 2.0 are kicked off a Southwest flight from Sacktown, Sacramento, to San Diego after yelling at passengers to move seats so they could have aisle seats. So first, Sacktown is a crazy town, and second, there are strength in numbers, such as Karen and Karen 2.0. The quick story on this is the flight had already been delayed two hours when team mother-daughter, or as they said, Karen and Karen 2.0, were finally allowed to board. 
Mother-daughter team boarded last, being boarding group C. And if you've never flown on Southwest, they board it kind of in groups of A, B, or C. C means you're the last to board. C also stands for center, as that is the seat that you are more than likely going to get as a center seat. They're gone. By the time this, the C boarding group boards, there's no overhead luggage space left, and there's no aisle or window seats. So team mother-daughter wanted aisle seats and proceeded to vocalize their desire, which got flight attendants involved and eventually got team mother-daughter removed from the flight almost an hour later. There was absolutely well-justified a round of applause as they escorted the mother-daughter off the plane after a three, now a three-hour delay. So here's the question. Would you give up your aisle seat in exchange for a center seat if asked? For me, it depends. If it's a short hop, there's a chance. If it's a flight that's going to Vegas and there are two chances that I will give up my seat, the first one is none and the second chance is less than none. I'm not giving up my seat. If the center seat is open and the person is traveling with a small child, yeah, probably so. I've done it only to have a flight attendant award my kind gesture with a free adult beverage and also if you ask nicely, there's also a pretty good chance of me doing it. Now, if you're raging out and people are filming it, especially if people are filming it, the answer is no. And then I'll patiently wait as you proceed to go off the rails. And in the case of this team, mother, daughter, they were sunk the moment they started running their mouths. Back again to one of my favorite travel sphere websites, View from the Wing. And they asked the question, are all hotels becoming like timeshares? And their question stems from the fact that over the past 18 months or so, most hotel chains have cut back on hotel amenities and understandably so, but many of those amenities are slow to return as more and more people are once again traveling. In episode 145, I talked about experiencing Hilton's new policy that through the end of the year, Hilton will be offering a food and beverage credit instead of providing a free breakfast for Hilton Elite members. The other thing is that most of these chains have either stopped or greatly reduced the amenity of housekeeping. And for me, it's rare that I ever use utilize housekeeping. I don't use a fresh towel every day at home. I certainly don't expect a fresh towel every day while traveling. On a three or four night stay, yes, I might ask the desk front desk for another towel or two. But for the most part, the do not disturb sign goes on the door and I'm left alone. As far as the trash in my room, I routinely bag it and drop it off at the trash can next to the ice machine down by the elevator. And I certainly don't want empty styrofoam containers all over the place. Normally, there's a supply of extra trash bags in the bottom of the trash can. No fuss, no muss. I don't depend on housekeeping. But this might lead one to ask the next question, would he be better off at an Airbnb over a hotel room? I've never used Airbnb for business travel, and I doubt that I ever would. And the main reason is that those head in the bed loyalty points add up and we're traveling less and less. They're more important to me than ever. And for vacationers, those reductions in amenities might be what they need to go to an Airbnb over a traditional hotel room. This will be an interesting one to watch as it plays out. One last visit to TikTok for the month of August. It started out on TikTok, 
but it was subsequently removed and then it found a new home over at the subreddit of public freakout which is probably one of the best subreddits if you ever want to truly go down a rabbit hole check out public freakout but let's set the stage scene one opens in the gate area of frontier airlines there's an older woman lobbing insults at two young women one of the women has pink hair and the other woman has blue hair both women are wearing mini skirts and have exposed midriffs the blue-haired woman and for this dramatic reading i will substitute the street lingo for the biologically correct terms the blue-haired woman you must be really attracted to my bottom to be checking it out the older woman it's not your bottom sweetheart you're the one without any breasts the blue-haired woman fires back that's fine you don't have to bash as being a woman with small breasts i'm happy with my body thank you applause breaks out in the gate area and scene scene two opens with the blue-haired woman hurling profanities and declaring wow people are so judgy just because we don't look like all you basic people do an alleged police officer next to the older woman declares that he has arrested prostitutes wearing more clothing than the pink woman and the blue woman and that ends scene two Scene three opens with the blue-haired woman who is not a prostitute, informing everyone that she is not a prostitute, but that she was proud to make $40,000 per month because everyone pays to look at her breasts and they pay me thousands of dollars to do it. This was posted by Live and Let Fly. And as with most of these postings, the comments are on par with the actual article. For instance, John commented, she makes 40K a month and flies Frontier. MPT, which I'm sure that it stands for something, but MPT posted, old lady is living a sad life, envying these young girls living their life without a care while her own youth has flown away. The only hope for that old hag is a Peloton. And James sums it up with this. I wonder how much they were charging for the Mile High Club. This one came in just under the August wire with a Fox News posting during the last week of the month. Headline, Spirit Airlines passenger who smoked cigarette on plane escorted off by police. Right off the bat, I see Spirit Airlines. You know I'm going to read it. And when I read that this happened at FLL, Fort Lauderdale International Airport, thank you, Florida, I am now taking notes. So first, smoking has been prohibited on all airline domestic international since what 2000 it's got to be 2000 looking at my calendar that's probably 21 years ago and i can remember when you could smoke on a plane they made you sit in the back because everyone knows that cigarette smoke has the ability to stay in a very small area such as only the back of the plane but the video and of course there's a video points out two things first people honestly believe that they can do whatever they want wherever they are, whenever they want, such as firing up a cowboy killer on an airplane. The second thing that this video points out is people love to be helpers. During the video, there was another passenger vocally helping the poor Broward Sheriff officers that came on the plane, helping with pointers like, she's only smoking cigarettes, that ain't weed, and she ain't got no bags, they're under the plane. 
as one of the BSO officers started opening the overhead bins looking for Smoker McSmokington's luggage before she was escorted off the plane. The officer finally hit his point with the helper saying, ma'am, I know you won't believe this, but we can actually do this without your assistance. And have you ever seen the progressive insurance commercials with Dr. Rick, where he's the guy that tries to keep you from becoming your parents or also known as helpers, you know, suggesting to the plumber that you hired that he might need a pair of locking pliers to remove the faucet in your kitchen. Well, this poor BSO officer, he works in Broward County, Florida, ding. He's dispatched to the Fort Lauderdale International Airport, ding. He has to board a Spirit Airline flight because someone is smoking, ding. This guy has to be hating, this poor BSO officer has to be hating most everything about his life. He doesn't need some rando helping him. What this poor guy needs is a drink. Finishing up with this one from the points guy, FAA reaches $1 million benchmark in fines issued to unruly passengers. The latest rounds of fines issued against 34 people represent roughly half of that total with a total of $531,000 fines ranging from $7,500 to $42,000. Now the FAA is serious. Last May in episode 141, we talked about a $32,000 fine against the JetBlue passenger, a $16,000 against Southwest, $9,000 against Delta, another $9,000 against Alaska. That's over $67,000 in one month. And the FAA's not necessarily designed to be a profit center. The post goes on with, although the actual number of unruly passenger remains small compared to the total number of people traveling, cases have been on the rise since January. Well, sure, the reason? We've all forgotten how to behave on planes. I haven't flown since March of 2020. If you're seated next to me on the next flight, you just may want to bring your own roll of Alabama Chrome. In addition, the FAA wants airport police to be a little bit more serious and take more action. They say that the airport police officers are questioning and then immediately releasing passengers without pressing charges. Well, that does it. If you want detailed show notes, links, and pictures, head over to podpage.com slash travel hyphen stories. You can leave a message for me at Anchor. Shoot me an email, travelfrick at gmail.com. That's travelfrick at gmail.com. As I always say, travel safe, stay safe, and thanks for listening.